Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the state age of history. done it you've once again managed to tune in to the best anime and video games lifestyle podcast game face radio i'm croy kaze and as always i am joined by sign of zeta hello congratulations on being able to figure out how to use itunes <laughs> or uh, uh they could be doing the rss feed or direct download or yeah there's one guy that does that yeah <laughs> i i mean i don't use itunes anymore i live an apple free lifestyle um you know, I have an Android phone, so I use a uh, I use Dog Catcher to gather all my podcasts because iTunes is unholy. Yeah, I recommend more people do that instead of you know using it and then bitching about how much it sucks. I suggest that people just use something else. But ever since they put uh, podcasts in iTunes, it's like ninety nine percent of what everybody uses. Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, podcast kind of inherently it does suggest something. Yeah, yeah, and most uh, most people with iPods are tethered. You know, unfortunately, to iTunes forever. And evidently, most people use have iPods, as far as I can tell. It's very yeah, pop, absolutely. very very popular uh, device. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll cop to it. I have had a fifth generation, and then I got my wife a used uh, iPod Touch, and I got her a Nano, and <laughs> so I, I am responsible for at least owning three iPods, I think. Yeah, that's more than me. <laughs> but I, uh, I mean, I, I plan on getting a Touch as soon as they finally get the the 3GS shit into the lowest end touch. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I just don't care. I'm not going to ever pay for an app game. I cracked my my wife's iPod touch and like, because I was just like, I'm not going to pay $5 for like a little tiny niblet of a game that plays on a friggin' touch screen. You got to be kidding me, you know? The 99 cent ones, okay, I can kind of see that. But some of these guys want five and ten dollars for a game on an iPod Touch. I was just like, I don't think that's going to be happening. And uh, this way, I don't have to have it tethered to iTunes, which is good. Well, lately I've been actually buying quite a few of those five dollar, ten dollar games, but not on iPod Touch. I've been buying them for uh, DSi and Wii. Um, have you played that new Excite Bike? No, I don't play any of the. Um, like really any of the download services I, I barely use and if I'm going to use one it'll probably be Xbox Live because judging from the fact that uh, that Halo 2 just got shut down like last week or whatever uh, Microsoft's been pretty good about supporting the, the DRM locked titles for years so I don't know that wasn't yeah. that long ago what wasn't that Halo 2 Halo 2 yeah Halo two, Halo three came out what three years ago, four years ago. Well, I, I'm, I, the entire like <laughs> history of the Xbox isn't really that old. I don't see why they should I'm, shut I'm any just of that saying. stuff down. <laughs> well, they the main reason to shut down Halo two is because um, they couldn't upgrade live and still keep it compatible with Halo two. So they're like, all right, guys, it's been eight years or whatever the fuck. There's like two thousand people still playing it. We gotta bring it down. Sorry, but other than that, you know, I mean, it shows that they're in for the long haul as much as possible. 
Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that stuff unfolds in the future. Yeah, I try not to buy anything digital like that. I have very low trust for companies to deal with DRM and keeping those servers running and that sort of thing. It all makes me very nervous. I don't like it. So I own Team Fortress 2 on Steam, which was like on sale for $3. It's the only <laughs> Steam game I own. And I own um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and uh, you know HD Remix on the, the 360. Because you know, a Street Fighter game for $10 always seems like an appropriate deal to me. Because I'll get way, 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 way more than $10 worth of play out of oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Even the even the sub even the you know B grade stuff, eventually Actually, you get it on a plane. I, I bought MVC two on sale for seven dollars. Now that I think about it, you know it's about seven bucks. It's hard to tell with Xbox Live Arcade because of the points. Well, I've been saving. I've been playing this uh, new Excite bike. Do you like the old Excite bike? Huge fan. Huge fan. Massive. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you'll be both surprised and. Uh, happily surprised and somewhat disappointed by the new one because it's basically exactly the same as the original which is good because that's a very good gameplay mechanism I think but um, there's virtually nothing new whatsoever <laughs> and so you're you're left with the question of like why even bother to play this thing if it's exactly the same I mean obviously it's made out of little polygons so it's more high res um and you can push the A button and rotate the camera angle to such a degree that you could never possibly play it. Yay. You can play it online versus people. That's neat, I guess. Um, you can now save your edited tracks, whereas on the NES they just went away when you shut the machine off. Yeah, saving edited tracks is pretty much, you know, the step forward that we would all wanted, but we all wanted that in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, like, wh why the fuck didn't Excitebike ever get a sequel? It was so popular and everyone loved it so much. It got a sequel like, on, like, N64, but that, no way. It wasn't the right thing. Really? There was an Excitebike 64? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or cube or something, but it's like a full-on, you know, it's like something EA Sports would make. It has nothing to do with the original game. No, oh. it's not side view or anything. Yeah, I mean, making that kind of motorcycle racing thing accessible was like really brilliant. And I mean, like the fact that no matter how fast you went, like in in B mode or whatever, there was always racers in front of you. Yeah. That and like kind of all you could me. do is just like <laughs> grief the fuck out of them over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is on, when you play online. You know, even though you're playing online with four specific people, there's still a never-ending stream of you know NPCs for some reason. <laughs> you have to run over. I mean, it's exactly like the original. Um, I think it was five bucks though. You know, good deal. Um, I also bought that Muscle March game. Have you uh, seen this? I haven't played it, but, like, the commercial kind of went viral. And um, being, like, the, like, local resident on Japanese craziness, I actually had people ask me to translate the commercial for them so they could have any clue at all what the fuck the game was or what was going on. They were just like, you know, you know Japan, explain this. Yeah, as if knowing what the commercial says somehow explains anything. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, he, uh... He stole that guy's protein powder, <laughs> and they, they yeah. said, run, 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 beautiful muscles. Uh. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, the, the protein bandit steals a big jar of, you know, Mega Miser uh, pills or whatever, runs, um, and he's running ahead of you, and like a cartoon character, he's... Um, smashes through walls in a particular silhouette and you have to match the silhouette with your remote controls and, and nunchuck and and go through there and, and that's the entire extent of the game which is um hilariously simple but given the, the wacky premise and uh, you, you know the interesting nature of it and the fact that's five bucks uh it can't really go wrong and when you said commercial i was you know i was hoping you were talking about the japanese one i didn't think nintendo would waste money advertising that on american television <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I haven't seen that on American, but the, the, the Japanese advertisement video, like, totally went viral. Yeah, well, good. It's one of those things that should. Um, so if you like, you know, wacky, gross bodybuilder type stuff, um, there you go. Um, you know, well, is it fun? Uh, kind of. Uh, the only thing that I found uh, disappointing is um, the two play, uh, multiplayer mode is like, the multiplayer mode sucks. But I didn't even know it had one when I downloaded it. So it hardly, it does nothing to do with your decision, you know. On, if, if you think that thing look, looks, you're basically going to look at it and go, I have to have that. Or you're going to look at it and go, gross. <laughs> yeah, Th- I do suggest everyone go check out the, uh, the, the trailer video if you haven't. Look it up. It's uh, Muscle March. It is, uh, it's something to look at. It might, it might be all you need. Yeah, like you can just put it on loop a couple you times. Go, oh, that's as good as the game. And then, you know, hold your arms at a couple awkward angles while watching the video, and it's about the same thing, right? Yeah, 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 you do little goofy-ass poses. Yeah. So as, as that uh, as that indicates, I, uh, I bought a, a Wii recently, um, which was amazingly difficult to find in the stores uh, a month ago or so. Um, really didn't imagine that it was still difficult to find one but well it wasn't for a really long time yeah, I know. but i think i think you picked against like some of the huge mario releases perhaps and that's why you wound up in that situation yeah that could have been it i did buy it near the time of uh super mario brothers Wii, uh which is the only like real blue chip 50 dollar game that i actually have for it and uh that is uh, pretty much the same basic idea as New Super Mario Brothers DS, but I like this one a lot more. I'm not sure why. Probably because just the polygons are too clunky for me in the in the DS one or something. I completely agree, um, and I'll tell you why I like it. Uh, as a, a fan of Mario Brothers games, um, for me, the absolute pinnacle of Mario achievement is still Super Mario 3 on the NES, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people that like Super Mario World, like I feel, are traitors to like <laughs> the real Mario experience. Because remember, there was like weird dinosaur guys and like Yoshi, and like all the aesthetics were different. There was fucking football players kicking footballs at you, and Bowser's in a goddamn clown cart. What the fuck is that shit? That's not Mario. What the fuck was that game? You look back on it, you're like, they must have been on crack. And you're trying to tell me the Tanuki suit fits? Yes, it does. What in the world was the Tanuki suit? That came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. And they never brought it back either. They just sort of gave up on it. How fucking sweet was the Tanuki suit plus the raccoon leaf plus the um, Hammer Brothers suit plus the the frog plus Karibo's boot plus, like, oh, my God, Super Mario 3 was so, like, full of these wild and fun diverse outfits, but you were still killing Koopas and shit. You know? And Bowser is still Bowser. He's not riding some kind of goddamn clown car. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just don't understand why anyone would like Mario World more. Because it feels less genuinely Mario. And flying with a cape was a pain in the ass, which I did not like. (laughs) But, uh... And it also, you know, invented having to hold a goddamn key and drag it all the way across the level. Mm. Like, thanks for nothing, Mario. Kind of like that, actually, I, I was not a fan because it like how come Mario doesn't just pick up the key and then not let go of the key like unless I press the drop key button why do I gotta hold the fucking thing the whole goddamn time like so annoying to drag the key I mean it's a key put it in your pocket Mario it's a key the size of his head it won't fit in his pocket it didn't have to be the size the of the size of head. Mario's head <laughs> You know, tuck it in your damn overalls. That's what you're wearing them for, right? You surely got to have a loop on there for a hammer. It's overalls. Hey, he's a plumber. The guy's already got to have like a thousand keys on his belt anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the reason why Super Mario Bros. Wii is better than DS is because I feel like it's an attempt to truly become a sequel to Mario 3. You know? It, it brings back like more of the suit lineup and... 
just the uh, the aesthetics of the world. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, just the aesthetics of the world and the the look and the feel of the game. I feel is is much more got Mario three in mind. Um, but I'll tell you what I don't like: multiplayer. Oh, that's um, ooh, that's touchy. I've been doing that all the way through, and uh, you die a lot when you do when you do that. <laughs> if you're the good Mario player of your household, if it's you, you better be don't fucking play. You better multiplayer. be. You better be patient. <laughs> yeah all that mode does is piss me off it's like okay i'm just gonna jump in get this and then someone jumps a half second before you you hit the bottom of their feet and fall into lava yeah or they or they jump up on a platform because you're not you're not intangible to each other in any way so you can just shove the other guy right off cliff (laughs) which totally Um, sucks and you can kill him with the shell too i think oh yeah you can totally kill him with everything but fireballs and ice balls but like if you if you jump up in the air and they're underneath of you and they jump into you they'll like launch you way up into the air. And there's another issue that didn't 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 really get on my nerves until much later was uh, we know whenever you you get shrunk or if you get a power up the game pauses it pauses just while you get maximized or whatever or you get hit or whatever. So I'm jump I'm about ready to make a jump and then the other guy gets a mushroom increases in size and it like makes it so the game pauses for a second. So, like, my jump gets messed up. Um, I would be interested to see, though, like, if you had four really awesome players, would that just be even worse? <laughs> I don't know. Or would I, that be good? I'm guessing, I'm guessing they'd be, like, hitting each other from the bottom for extra jump power and, like, leaping off each other's head. Like, I'm sure there's some video of the four, like, it, and they're going to be Japanese, right? Of course, sure. yeah. There's gonna be four Japanese guys that are like the fucking Philharmonic Symphony <laughs> of Mario, just laying down this amazing line through the stage and like winning a stage in in 43 seconds. You know? Well, you'd have to actually sort of learn like your normal Mario skills aren't aren't enough. You're gonna have to learn all sorts of new things to how to cooperate in this, because every yeah. Mario game has been one player or at least one player at a time from the beginning, and no matter how long you've been playing it certain aspects of this you have to learn for the first time yeah and you know i am uh i'm american as apple pie man sorry like i'm an individual this is my fucking mario game you can get (laughs) off my screen now and quit getting in the fucking way of my jumps you fucks (laughs) (laughs) if multiplayer mario i mean the first time i played it right the first time i had the game first thing we did was play three-player multiplayer and i instantly was like regretting every moment of that (laughs) i was like I just want to make this jump. Okay, you two stand there. Stand there. <laughs> Don't fucking move. I'm going to go do this and then you bubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do like, it, you oh, do have to you do have to like coordinate things and and just make plans verbally. Most of the time the plan is all right, you motherfuckers, you don't move. Get out of I'm my go way. Make this jump. <laughs> stay out of my way. Um, you know, don't fucking grab the helicopter suit, okay? Give that to fucking me. Suck. <laughs> well, it, it comes down to like the gameplay differences too, because I'm the sort of guy that um, I tend to. I think every game is Sonic the Hedgehog. So when I'm when I'm running, I run right through the game, you know. And somebody would be like, "Hey, look, there's a brick. Don't you wonder what's in it?" No. And then they go over to get the brick and they die. And you're like, "Well, that's why I don't wonder what's in it." You know, I knew it was in that brick. Death. It might have it's been. A trap. It might have been a shroom. <laughs> but after you get the shroom, you fall off the cliff and you die. So I just run, and what I and because of you know all these new Mario games, you can save in. So I just blast through the game, and then I go back through it again if I like it still, and I and I get all the coins and and all that crap later. That's how I do it. If the other person doesn't do it that way, and there's a you know a gun shooting out bullet bills all day, you know, and like they're infinite, infinite bullet bills. Let's go. <laughs> They're never going to stop. Sooner or later, one of them is going to kill you. So let's run. You have to communicate these things to people. Yeah, I mean, Mario is one of those games where you can really fall into the the Zen, and and all of a sudden just like become untouchable. You know, you see the Matrix or oh, whatever, totally, yeah. and then you're you're kicking ass. And <laughs> so play. If you're a fan of Super Mario Bros. Three. If you think that is the best, 
I feel like this is the first worthy Mario sequel ever to Mario 3. Like, this is the only one worth playing because I fucking hate 3D Mario. I have no desire to play any of those. Like, Mario Galaxy, I think I played for a couple hours. I was just like, this isn't fun at all. I'm having zero fun. I just want to run and jump on turtle shells and <laughs> break up bricks with my head. What the fuck is this crap? Yeah, why um, is it when these games go 3D, they always get slow? This is I just can't understand this. Like, why can't they come up with some way to keep us moving? Why do we, Why is it once it's 3D, you have to explore and you can get lost? And I don't want to explore or get lost in a platform game. I want to, I want to run to the right. Yeah, and there's like not even really that many platforms in Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I haven't, I haven't I, played Galaxy, but I did know. It. I liked 64 a lot, but still, it, it didn't move most of the time. Yeah. You know? Galaxy is like once you get past it, I guess towards like the middle of the game, like they start just getting really experimental in the 3D space, and and every different world is some new gimmick or whatever. Not supposed to keep it fresh, but like. I actually just, like, I, I looked at it after finishing playing it for an hour, and I'm just like, I don't have any desire to pick the controller back up. Like, I'm not, like, regretfully turning this off. Like, like a good game should make me have the feeling of, like, ooh, I can't wait to get back, you know? And uh, Galaxy just doesn't do that for me, but New Super Mario Brothers Wii does. So... You know, if you're not one of the 643 billion people that bought it, yeah, it, 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 maybe uh, you should go buy it. It was It's know. selling pretty well, I noticed. <laughs> I didn't look at the figures, but it was pretty stunning. A Mario game on Nintendo system. <laughs> Who would have guessed that it would sell well? Yeah, yeah. I, it, you know, it was like half a million day one or something. It was incredible. Yeah. So, okay, that's enough about popular stuff. I told, I told the peoples we were going to try and stay off the mega populist stuff if possible yeah well i realized something uh recently and that is that like i have two kinds of games that i play shit you've never heard of and will never see and then like the most mainstream crap in the world that's pretty much what i do (laughs) i mean let's we is your only current gen system right oh certainly yes the last the the next newest machine i have is the cube yeah so (laughs) I don't know about most mainstream shit. But it is, yeah, but I mean, the Wii is, like, by far the most popular console. So it is the most mainstream shit. Yeah, but um, I mean, like, in the world of gamers, the Wii is not the most popular Yeah, but gamers are not mainstream. Gamers play fucking Halo all day. Halo 3 is a fantastic game. That's fine, but it's not as popular as Mario. All I'm saying is I have super mainstream tastes, and there's a certain part of me that that just I mean not even it's got to be more mainstream than Guitar right, Hero. You it's, are a gamer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so in your world, you're still playing the thing that's not that popular. Oh, good point. <laughs> like you're not a soccer mom, therefore. <laughs> therefore, most people I know don't own this game. <laughs> not to even mention, though most people in the world do. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to like get the thing on the Wii that no one has played. You know why? Because most people I know have stopped uh, stopped buying uh, Wii games. They got sick of, you know, never even bothering to open them and just sort of stopped buying them altogether. Yeah, I mean, my Wii collected a lot of dust until Punch-Out! Wii was like the first thing I played in like a year or whatever. I kind of love the thing. There's like these little, mostly the downloadable games and stuff. I mean, I I got really into those on the DSi, and it's sort of moving uh, in that direction on the Wii, too. I noticed they've got some sort of like game that looks like Light Cycles. I can't remember what the hell the name of it is, unfortunately. I'll mention it next time. It looks incredible. Um, it's like if you took Light Cycles to the next uh, level and gave it a little bit more to do, made it sort of like Frequency. <laughs> you mean other than Arrows? It, yeah, well, it isn't, it isn't so uh, death-oriented. <laughs> Because Tron um, Light Cycles is a game of pure confidence. It's like so, it's like arm wrestling. You know you're going to go in there and you're going to win. <laughs> There's not much right. more to while, it. While we're on the topic of Wii games, and um, you know, let's let. What do you think about Tatsunoko versus Capcom? Uh, I only had a chance. I played that when the Japanese one came out a while ago, and I only had a chance to play for a little bit. And my initial impression was, uh, I liked it. 
um, as a side game, you know, like Darkstalkers or Pocket Fighter or something. Uh, I thought it had a really nice uh, presentation. You know, I would have preferred that it was hand-drawn, but still the graphics were relatively decent. I'm surprised to see that um, it seems to be pretty popular with, like, actual Street Fighter players. Now, here's the thing. On default, like, when you pick up Tatsunoko versus Capcom, um, its default setting is retard controls. <laughs> and its default controller is the retard controller for fighting games. So, like, when I played it, I actually... Um, I think I I still had to play it on the Wii Mote because I didn't have another controller because it doesn't. Wow. <laughs> I don't I don't think it lets you play with a GameCube controller, uh, or maybe it did. Yeah, I had the game I I had the GameCube controller possibly. I'm not sure. That's sort of better. <laughs> and then um you know I set it to advanced control so I could actually do weak, medium, strong, and pick my special moves and <laughs> you know. Like easy operation turned off. Yeah, yeah I played with yeah. GameCube, and I was just like, "This game's pretty fun." I mean, I like the Versus series a lot. Uh, I don't know some of these characters that well. You know, I only have a passing familiarity with Gold Lightan and <laughs> um, Ipatsu Man. Like, oh, Ipatsu Man throws the baseball. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's a Sentai. I don't know why, but you know, cool. Cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so surprised to see Gold Lighton in that game. You know, he's he's not a popular character anymore. <laughs> yeah, still the the game is good times. I guess it's you know, it's the only fighting game on the Wii. I think. I think that's all you're going to be playing on the Wii. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, there's a lot of collections and things, but I mean, there's like there's a bunch of SNK collections, but. There aren't any like new original fighting games that I can think yeah. of. I'm just baffled by Capcom. I'm like, really? We couldn't get this fucking game on a on a PS3 or a 360? Really? What? Got to put it on the Wii. I bet it was probably something like um, you. It's probably one of the th- one of those things where they made a deal. Like, we'll put it on the Wii exclusive. If it doesn't sell, then we're putting it on PlayStation. And I think I actually think the idea was then they could save all the development costs of the HD, like they didn't have to make they didn't have to pay for that that HD development time. So that's why it's Wii exclusive, so the graphics can look all shitty and no one will complain. Maybe that may that's. But somewhere. honestly, like Capcom, I entreat you. Like if you just would have brought that game to like Xbox Live Arcade or or some shit, it like you know 20 bucks and left the graphics shitty like you would have sold 10 times the amount of games easily well uh, yeah i don't know i i think it's probably an experiment that whole game is an experiment on many levels like it's 3d but it isn't and it says versus you know it's a first versus game to ever be made out of polygons um it's obviously the polygons are of a much lower spec than Street Fighter 4. Which looks like ass, by the way. What, Street Fighter 4? Or... Yeah, Street Fighter 4 is a fucking hideous yeah, it's pretty... disaster of character design. It's pretty gross, yeah. It... Like, why is everyone all lumpy and yeah. fucking Play-Doh looking? Like, it looks retarded. Everyone needs a shower really bad. <laughs> yeah, like, if you, like when, they, when they showed that, that first... You know, intro with like the Sumie stripes slapping across everything. I was like, okay, well, this is this is definitely different looking. It's cool. Then the first time I actually saw it in play, I was like, okay, this looks really, really bad. And like, I would give anything for this to look the way that um, Blaze Blue looks, for instance. Yeah. Well, what's weird about it is like they they were they tried obviously so hard to make characters like Chun-Li and Guile look in 3D just like they do in 2D and they did a really good job of it I mean if you look at each individual move each of individual frame the the timing they obviously clocked every move I mean they aped the 2D game so close but and so that I guess takes some kind of skill or at least analytical thought but when it comes to creating new characters for this series uh, they're not doing so great (laughs) Yeah, like El Fuerte, he's a matador. 
or not Mador, Luchador. He's the coolest one, unfortunately. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, what? Well, what's he do? Nothing. He's Luchador. Like, okay. Then we have Crimson Viper. All right. Well, what's she do? She's Sarah Palin. No, she's like okay. a she's like a KOF <laughs> reject. She looks like she looks like a KOF character design, only like boring as hell. Oh, yeah, because KOF loves women in suits. Like that's obviously a fetish of the the artists of KOF. They, well, they really a lot of people wear that. suits. Like people are dapper in KOF. <laughs> well, I mean, especially chicks in suits. There's like eight of those. Well, you know, like uh, um, Yamazaki kind of wears a suit. Seth wears a suit. No, Yamazaki wears a plain black T-shirt with. Oh, he did. He didn't used to khakis. though. He had a yeah. Oh, okay. No, but didn't he have a a coat or something? And he took it off. I don't know. You're right. He does wear a shirt. But th- yeah, uh, Mr. Big wears a suit. <laughs> Rugal. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just a snappy dresser's game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cl- uh, but yeah, but Crimson Viper kind of looks like a KOF character, but not as cool. Like there's something, it just didn't happen. Like it was a fan art contest KOF character. Um, yeah, she's okay. Like, yeah, uh, Rufus. Oh, oh yeah. He, he, he jiggles. He's a fat guy. Okay, what, what, what's unique about him? Nothing, he's fat. He, right, isn't then. he spin or something? Yeah. <laughs> He's like a fat kung fu guy, which we've seen about a jillion times. Yeah. What's that dude from KOF? Chen. Chen's? Yeah, looks like Chen. Yeah. Uh, is Chen the fat one or is he the... Chen's the fat guy in a green shirt. And uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's him. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I saw their new character that's coming out for Super Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. This is the first, I guess, original attempt in a while. He is. I don't know if you're familiar with Turkish oil wrestling. Yeah, well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a traditional like wrestling form. It's actually, I guess, the world's oldest running competition. These guys put on these like super tight like leather pants and douse themselves in oil, and basically, like one of the tactics is to shove your hand in the other guy's super tight pants. It's the only way to get a grip on him. And, uh, I mean, it's just, like, they never knew that it was, like, going to be viewed as so homoerotic in our modern age. So they have this new joke character uh, named Hakan that is a a Turkish oil wrestler. And he's just, like, grabbing people and squeezing them till they squirt loose and fly along the ground and that sort of thing. And he's sliding all over the ground. And I was just like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) homoerotic Turkish oil wrestler jokes abound. Yeah, it's a, it's evidently a joke that's always funny to somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not exactly... Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was like, isn't Rufus enough of a yeah, joke that, character? Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Because it's, it's not like every... I mean, after a while, no matter what the character design is, if it's a good game, you sort of forget about it. You know, like uh, Fei Long was not the most original thing ever. But he's a decent character. It first came out, you're like, oh, you put Bruce Lee in a game. That must have took a lot of effort. But, you know, after a while, you forget about it. You know, what is Cammy? Who knows? You know, um, and occasionally you get a really clever character, but most of the time you don't really care. But they don't have to be like this, do they? I mean, <laughs> they could start out with something that look a little cooler than this. <laughs> Cammy is just a vehicle for dead ass. Yeah, I, I think her, ve- and she was really skinny. Like in the original Street Fighter, like she was so much smaller than everybody else. But like characters like Karen in Alpha Three, really cool character in my opinion. Well, actually, Karen is a fan made character. Yeah, well, like, she's from isn't she from like some Sakura manga or something? Yes, uh, she's from a Dojin, and like Capcom read it and were like, "Wow, this chick actually is a good foil to Sakura. Like, let's let's buy the rights." put him in the game but like she's pretty boring looking in the sense that it's just another schoolgirl in a game that already has a schoolgirl but the well, she doesn't look but like the a gameplay girl exactly she plays really cool you know yeah she has great mechanics um i don't know maybe maybe the oil guy will be like that but i somehow don't think so well, i mean he just he looks like a grappler and i was like this is a game that already has like zangief and t-hawk and abel and you know whoever else they throw in 
I think they're thinking about throwing in Alex from Street Fighter Three or something. Oh well, yeah, Makoto from Street Fighter Three. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kind Makoto. of a grappler. And it's like there's all these people that have these grab moves. Like I don't know if we need another wrestler. Oh, and El Forte. He's got several like running grab moves as well. It's like there's lots of lots of grabbing in SF4, probably because fireballs are have gotten much u- more useless in SF4 mm-hmm. unless you're really really good at making people have to absorb them. Yeah, they're just the last piece of your combo. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't mind it when they do that. Um but yeah. I hate SF4. I'm just going to go on the record. That, that's that's amazing cuz uh so do I, uh, but you're the only one I know that, that that doesn't like it. Yeah, I mean um most of my friends are not fans of it either. I I have one friend that really liked it, which is weird cuz he didn't really play any of the other Street Fighter games, and then he played, like, the hell out of Street Fighter 4. And I'm like, dude, come play some HD Remix with me. You know? Come play an actual good game. With, like... Like, one thing that really turned me off to Street Fighter 4 was HD Remix was this huge leap forward in the way Street Fighter works. And it was designed by an American. And they were like, the 360 motion is stupid. Like... That means that only 5% of players can enjoy playing Zangief correctly. So they made it uh, a KOF super motion. You know, half circle forward, tap back. Mm. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, now I can play Zangief. I can actually walk towards you and spitting pile drive you without friggin' jumping. You know? <laughs> like, it, it was like the accessibility things that he did to the game. Like, you know, this this Japanese mechanic is senseless. I'm going to remove it. Like, oh, thank God. Like, Guile's fucking flip kick super is no longer charge down, back, forward, down, back, up, forward. Right? Yeah. Because it's just like, why why make it that difficult? It's now charge down, back, sweep to up, forward in like a natural arc. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's the, tig- the tiger old knee. Old tiger knee. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's... Uh, I don't know. I, I've played so much Super Turbo uh, over the years that I'm not open to any changes at all. But I do see exactly where you're coming from because the, it is a problem with, okay, Guile and Chin Li both have that charge down back super that is just insanely as hard well to as do. Vega. And like nobody appreciates that. And they gave it to characters that aren't really that tough to begin with. Meanwhile, Ken gets uh, a really easy-to-do super that's also extremely similar to his very powerful, easy-to-do special, both of them, and a decent button on its own. So you can basically do stray random quarter-circle motions over and over and over again while hitting punch, and something good's going to come out of Ken no matter what. <laughs> Meanwhile, Guile, you know, yeah. he's screwed. <laughs> Got Guile I, and, I, and Chung-Li and Vega are all working much harder for their wins. It's the same thing with Nash. I play Nash in uh, Alpha 2, and I I use him without the super in mind, or I do customs or something. I don't even... I just pretend that move's not even there because I can't rely on it. It, just, it doesn't come out reliably. Exactly, and it, it, you know, it roots you to the ground too much, and it's just like it... I don't know what they were thinking, but it's like finally someone came along and fixed it, and then Street Fighter Four comes out and just ignores all the fixes. And I'm just like, ugh, I can't go back to a game without proper controls. Like, HD Remix controls need to be an option in all future games, and I know they won't be because Japanese development is fucking backwards and stupid. <laughs> like, they have such an abhorrence to making any kind of improvement that it's frustrating as fuck to be a fan sometimes. I just don't like it because um, it's ugly. And I'm yeah, totally biased I don't and I like, want it to be hand-drawn, and that's all there is to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and then you have KOF 12, which is hand-drawn and is unfun. Yeah, it so. went that went exactly the opposite direction. <laughs> it, did the one, it, it did the one <laughs> thing that was missing from KOF, right? Or from Street Fighter 4, right? And then it fucked up everything else. <laughs> Actually, the other thing I hate about Street Fighter 4 is, like, how everyone only had one Super and one Ultra. Yeah, that was. Like t- uh, I, yeah, I didn't like that at all. It was very, very move poor. 
I mean, like, where are my fucking moves? It was like playing CVS one again. Oh god, yeah, I hate CVS one as well. Like, the the whole spice of life is that you know you have to watch out for several things that could come at you. It's like, all right, if I jump, he might do his Choryuken super, or he could throw a super fireball at me. Or if he gets me low enough, he's going to rush me down, do a super hurricane kick. You know, like, I got different things to worry about. But if all he's got is super fireball, then, yeah, I mean, what the fuck? I don't care. I'd jump like crazy, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have to worry about it. And, you know, I just... So now everyone, I guess, is getting more more supers and ultras or something, which is good, I guess. But, I mean, it's just like, I still don't even know if super street fire 4 is going to appeal to me at all because i'm just not really a fan of the style i'm not a fan of the like whatever the sumie guard crush moves are like i'm not a fan of like the goofy fucking faces everyone makes like i don't know i just don't really like the game very much and um i'll quit bitching about it now and move (laughs) on to something else this isn't a show about what i don't like and i feel like that's all i've been talking about it's like I hate this. I hate that. I don't like this. Well, here, here's uh, something uh, a little bit. Uh, here's, let's just do, let's keep on the negative kick just a little bit longer. Um, you know how? Um, you know how? Like, um, for this has been for some time now. Like, whenever Apple Computer Company releases something, it just gets copied. Like, it's it's like they don't even disguise it anymore. I remember for like. 10 years after the original iMac there was all this clear plastic shit because the iMac was clear plastic and then like the well the you know the letter lowercase i being in everything and uh I'm pretty sure at this point there are probably like skyscrapers full of quasi designers that just sit there and copy whatever Apple does it's totally disgusting to the point where like no one it's depressing because there could be like you know you would think that Apple would be a company you'd be innovating against and that they could play off another company because they kind of like OS 10 and Windows play off each other and they both get better over time because they're competing with each other but when it comes to the mechanic when it comes to the industrial design of the hardware and the iPods and stuff it's like no one's even trying it's like there were no no one bought smartphones and then the iPhone comes out everybody buys smartphones but all the smartphones look extraordinarily similar to Apple's smartphone it's like everyone was just sitting around waiting for Apple to come out with their thing and then they just aped it well, it's getting. I'm wondering if that's getting to be that way with Nintendo because have you seen this new controller from Sony that uh, is supposed to come out by the end of the year? The Move. This isn't the first time they showed it. Uh, they showed a, a bit of it earlier last year, but now they've showed a much more uh, finished off version and they've named it The Move. Now, if you remember, um, Sony already shoehorned motion control under their system originally purely as a response to my, uh, Nintendo, I suppose. The dual shock? The, the six-axis. Like, the six-axis, yes. I mean, and, yeah. And, and then they just abandoned it, swept it under the rug, and and stopped including I that. wish they'd abandoned it, but play Heavy Rain. It's in Heavy Rain? It's a big part of Heavy oh, Rain. Oh, but I didn't even and think that... Okay, so they, it's still in the dual shock 3, then. Yeah, it's the most frustrating part of Heavy Rain, a six-axis control. Yeah, wonderful. Rain. So they have this new... Uh, controller and uh man it sure it sure looks like a Wiimote I mean like it's remote controller shaped has one big primary button on it and now they have a sub controller (laughs) that goes along with it which has an analog d-pad on it that you move with your thumb and a trigger on the other side and uh the only difference I can think of is uh the patent, the things that cover are covered by patents, because the, this one works via the eye toy. So the camera sees the glowing orb on top of the Sony one, and the the Nintendo one works the other way around, where it reads the LEDs off the top of the TV. But I mean, like, how rudderless is this company? I mean, they're just like throwing everything out there. I mean, like, how? Yeah, I feel like is the there Sony no shame in is, doing this? Is, uh, actually a response not only to the Wiimote but also to Microsoft's Natal mm-hmm. I think they were like well shit we can't be asked out here gentlemen you yeah know? but I mean like like we can't be the only ones without motion control like Natal is actually like legitimately a big departure from the Wiimote like it's 
pretty dissimilar in the way it works. It doesn't even have a controller at all. Yeah, it's the it's the aura activator it, from the Genesis. It's that kind of a thing, right? Yeah, like I don't know if Natal's going to be any good, but it's it's definitely something different, you know. Microsoft went a slightly weirder direction, and I don't know if um if I, I feel like the Sony response was just like okay, fucking ape the remote, like it's easier. It's easy to replicate, and you know ours will be a little bit better. Cause, let's face it, the Wii is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like the most half right thing to ever be successful. Well, it kind of tracks your movements a little sort of bit, and kind of rotates sort. And yeah, like it doesn't actually do anything good. It just half asses the whole experience. Like I was very disappointed when I found out that like really good like one-to-one control wasn't going to happen and then you know they come out with the Wii Motion Plus and that helps a lot right there's a there's a sword fighting game on sports resort or whatever and like you can actually turn the sword and and you have much much closer to -to one-to-one control and it made it more fun but that should have been on the controller to begin yeah I, I have a Wii Motion Plus but I don't have any games that use it because my extra controller came with the thing, and I don't, I don't have anything that uses it. I'm interested in trying it. <laughs> it. It is significantly better. I mean, the the depth of control is much better. But I got a feeling that Sony's is probably going to work like a hundred times better. Yeah, than it probably Nobody will. Yeah. Plus, no, the, you know, I went, I it fucking better because, I mean, you know, they're never gonna. It's an add-on, right? So you know, the user base is going to be small. And there's not going to be an enormous amount of games that support it. Plus, the thing costs a hundred bucks. The starter kit costs a hundred bucks, which is halfway to a Wii. I mean, it's strange. Yeah, I think you know what we'd really like is maybe just like some of those Wii games that were kind of cool, but were really limited by being on Wii. I, I like. I would just like to see a few of those redone for for whatever Natal or, or Move. Like boom blocks, you know. I'd like a boom blocks HD. I'd like a uh, like uh, like they had the conduit on Wii or whatever, which was like a first person shooter that you actually move the is like a hybrid light gun type game, like for a first person shooter. Like that on you know PlayStation Three is like a much more exciting proposition. I don't know how Microsoft Natal's gonna work. Like fucking minority report style waving my hands in the air to navigate menus or something i don't know like what the goal is of natal exactly uh yeah we'll we'll see i mean i guess at this point we have to realize that you know motion control is going to be something that spreads and does not fizzle (laughs) which is a surprise when i first saw the wii mode i was like okay nintendo you're going out of business that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen (laughs) didn't we all yeah and then then there's like this hugely successful machine like hugely successful i must admit nintendo totally like dropped their nuts on my forehead (laughs) with the Wii. like i was completely wrong in every way i was like this is stupid i don't want this and then like they showed off like wii sports and i was like never mind it's gonna be successful everyone wants to swing a tennis racket at the screen that's brilliant I, 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 what's finally, this happens to me a lot. Um, I don't buy machines when they're new most of the time, unless they're handhelds. So by the time I get around to getting them, there's actually a decent library. That's what happened with the Wii is like, I go looking through the Wii shop and it's like, I can't even play all these games. I can afford them cause they're five bucks, but I can, I'm never going to get around to playing them all. I mean, there aren't a lot of, you know, mega titles, you know, there aren't any, you know, Final Fantasy 13s or anything. But when it comes to these, like, casual things, I mean, there's just a huge supply of them at, at good prices. Really good prices. You know, a 360 is only 200 bucks as well. Yeah, yeah. You should, uh, I think you'd like Xbox Live Arcade quite a bit. There's a lot of, like, old school stuff. Like, you know, there's, um, there's some really great, like, side-scrolling, like, four-player beat-em-ups and... There's fighting games and there's, you know, like arcade shooters and there's there's a lot more like classic gaming to be had in the Xbox Live Arcade than the actual Xbox, so you might enjoy that a bit. 
Oh, I'm familiar with that stuff. But speaking of uh, more fashionable uh, mega, huge, gigantic games that you can't download because they're too big, uh, you've been playing Yakuza 3? Yeah, I, uh, I actually bought this game brand new. I pre-ordered it even, which made my skin crawl. Wow. 60 bucks? Because if I, yeah, if I, if I didn't pre-order it, I, uh, I was pretty sure that they simply were not going to get any copies. Yeah, quite possible, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to have to pre-order this if I want to play it. Um, so if you're not familiar with the Yakuza series of games, and, you know, you might have heard of them, uh, essentially what it is is it start on PlayStation 2, and you follow a guy named Kazama Kiryu, and kind of the pitch for the first game is that uh, your your girlfriend gets taken by like a local like higher up Yakuza and you know I guess he's thinking molesting times or whatever and uh, you you go there to uh, to try and stop him and when you get there you find he's dead and your best friend's holding a smoking gun and your girl is like crying and you're like okay, wow, you know, you killed this asshole for me. Like, get out of here, hand me the gun, and you take the fall. And then, you know, the game really begins, like, ten years later when you get out of jail and seeing all what has happened. Like, that is the setup to the whole Yakuza premise. Like, so you're playing this honorable-to-a-fault guy that, like, is super, super badass. Like, he's legendary in the Yakuza world for kicking people's asses. And uh, you you kind of file his trials and tribulations in a section of uh, Tokyo called Kamuro Cho, and one of the big pitches of Yakuza has always been like we've modeled like this whole like persistent place of of Kamuro Cho, and if you play Yakuza one and two and three, like. Kamaru Show is part of all three games. It is the exact same. Like, you know where everything is at. Like, if I want to go to the, you know, Po 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 off of Tenkaichi Street. Like, it's still there. Like, I could still go there if it's ever been in any of the previous games for the most part. And then they just keep kind of adding more stuff to it and making it more dense, you know? Rather than making it farther and farther apart so they have more to run, they just have increased what is there. How many shops are there and that sort of thing, that's and cool. that's been that's been one of the attractive things is kind of like the ability to free roam in a in a very Japanese setting and beat the ever loving fuck out of random people. <laughs> uh, Yakuza, like the the attractiveness of Yakuza for me is it kind of stems from that final fight, like arcade beat him up thing like where sometimes you'd throw like two punches and the guy would bend over and you'd grab him by the hair and throw a couple knees and then you'd flip him over your shoulder and you'd be like I really fucked that guy up <laughs> you know like I didn't just punch 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 combo when he fell on the ground like I did every combination of move to, to really put the hurt on this dude well Yakuza lets you just do like unbelievable abominations to people like you know, you can be in a fight, like, grab a bicycle and, like, break it over someone's head. <laughs> like, then while they're on the ground, you, like, run and jump and just, like, stomping land on their face. Like, seeing their your boot just, like, sink into their <laughs> nasal cavity. It's just like, ugh. Like, my wife can't really watch Yakuza happen because it's just so violent. And she's like, oh, my God, are you, like, picking up that signpost? I'm like, hell, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, you'll hit him in the back of the leg so he falls to his knees and then, like, baseball swing it across his face. Like, like you're so unbelievably violent of a character in Yakuza, and it's kind of a departure for a Japanese game to have a guy that's violent in it. Um, but you're still, like, super honorable and nice. And it's so, like, while you're walking around the city, someone's like, oh, you know... Like, please help me. This guy's trying to take my wallet. And you're like, okay, I'll help. And then you just, like, mangle the guy beyond recognition. <laughs> like, grinding his face into cement and dragging him along the ground and stomping him without mercy. And you're like, thanks, here's $10 for your trouble. <laughs> you know? Like, like, people are not horrified by what you, you walk around doing. 
and you're this legendary badass but what's in all the yakuza games is you'll be walking and like some yakuza tough guy will be like uh oh, hey you old man you better give me some money if you want to get through my turf or you know hey you why don't you give me that watch you're wearing or whatever it's like if you're that famous and you're that tough and 50 feet up the street you just made a mess out of a human being like how do these guys not know who you are by now so of course you start grabbing them and and like stabbing them with swords and, <laughs> and like like uh one of the like weirder weapons is a modified like camping heater <laughs> it's like you're swinging this entire like camping stove and you hit people with it and they burst into flames <laughs> like it's a strange you, thing to carry around yeah it's like it's it's a weapon from that homeless people make um like literally in the game it's a weapon homeless dudes have <laughs> uh and i was just like so it's like you're so violent and you can do all this crazy crazy shit and you know you can judo throw people onto other people and you're jump kicking people in the face and like it's just it's all very satisfying the combat is just a lot of fun and it's one of those games where beating up the average joe is always fun like unlike say final fantasy where you know it's like oh god fucking thing a a a a a a a a a a a oh fanfare plays i'm i'm out you know like the 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 grind battles are boring and you don't want to do them whereas in yakuza like that's the attraction it's about the grind yeah like it's like it's so fun to beat the holy shit out of people and you keep getting more and more and more abilities through the game they they do a great job of trickling out the upgrades so that's like now when you get off the ground you can sweep around you and knock people that are standing over your body to the ground like now when someone tries to throw you you'll have this counter now like you know and you keep adding more and more well yakuza 3 is it's exactly like yakuza 1 and 2 for the most part i mean i'm not gonna lie and say they reinvented the game no they did not like it's very very similar but it's like just everything is turned up to 11 you know the graphic detail is awesome the density of the city is much improved um like the missions are fun like i'm just and and the fighting system has dwelled out even more crazy shit than i had before and like yeah it's just i love these games um the stories have it, it the stories involve a lot of people talking about political moves they're going to make in the yakuza world like for instance you know it'll be like uh you're the fourth son of you know hiroshi like and you want to take over the Majima family, eh? Well, we'll see about that. And then, like, <laughs> you know, or it's like, uh, I've paid off the police in this sector, and the police are now corrupt, and, like, we're going to do this, and we're going to take over this turf. Like, you know, that's kind of the stories in Yakuza, a lot of things like that, always ending in a, a super climactic battle between you and a you from, like, another Yakuza clan. Like, the other legendary badass of the area you know of course usually it's like you guys shirtless throwing down like at the top of a building or something there's lots and lots of that in yakuza and if you like that aesthetic of dudes with like like huge full back tattoos that <laughs> like totally tell the meaning of who they are like you know it's like Ah, uh, I see you have the the like fierce salmon on the back <laughs> yeah it shows how my drive to win has brought me to the top of the Yakuza world and how I must always rise towards heaven. Like, you know, it's like, oh, you have the dragon on your back. That means you're a legendary fierceness is, you know, like like everyone's personality is reflected through these giant fullback tattoos. And uh, like, I just love the game. It's just so full of like, it's the only game where you can like take a little girl out to gelato and <laughs> get a fullback tattoo of a dragon and turn a, a man into mush and play baseball and golf and an arcade game and the crane skill game <laughs> like it's it's this dichotomy of all these mini games that you can go play and like you can go bowling and and do all these like senseless fun things in between these like horrific beatdowns that you're laying on people yeah, so it's like a new River City Ransom. 
Yeah, actually. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I had never thought about that. Yakuza is River City Ransom well, HD. Those games have a huge selection of moves too. I mean, like you can you can uh you can kick the guy when he's down. You can throw him against a wall and he'll bounce off the wall and your co-player can actually catch the guy off the wall. <laughs> uh, if you ever have watched like a really awesome River City Ransom speed run with like two really great people, it's obscene what you can do to the bad guys in that game. And yeah, so like I never even thought about it. Yakuza 3 is kind of like a an HD version of River City Ransom combined with a little bit of Grand Theft Auto-esque like... It's a lot less funny you know. though, isn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty grim uh, visually. Yeah, like it's definitely not, you know, like cutesy naked ass in the shower at the sauna, but you know, like you can go bowling <laughs> and, and golfing. <laughs> well, there's and that too, yeah. Go to the driving range. And well, the thing is there's so like, many beat-em-ups during the late 80s, early 90s, you know, and most of them, compared to River City Ransom and the other Kunio games, uh, they're all crap. Like Final Fight had these big detailed sprites, but the, you couldn't hardly do anything in that game. Yep. You couldn't kick people when they were down. You couldn't grab them from behind and have the other guy punch them in the face. Couldn't do shit. Well, no, you're American. You don't kick people <laughs> while you're down. And, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. There are some dirty players in that series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fucking, like, River City Ransom, those dudes are dirty, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to throw you on the ground, I'm going to take your weapon, and then while you're on the ground, I'm going to, like, beat you in the face with it. And, and that <laughs> like, was a two-button game. <laughs> yeah, you're a thug in River City Ransom. <laughs> you're not You're not a hero at all. You're, like, you're simply the most ruthless thug around. Well, after a while, <laughs> like, you sort of become, like, the good guy thugs. I mean, in the later games, like... You're a thug, and everyone at your, you know, your principal hates you and everything. But then, like in one of them, you get framed for a crime. You know, you have to escape from jail and everything, and clear your name. Yeah, but like rather than hire a lawyer, <laughs> yeah, I'm you sure wouldn't hire a lawyer. You, no, like, you have to escape from like, jail, like, clear your name. Horribly smearing the faces of everyone across the crowd. <laughs> like, like that's how you do. Oh it. yeah, that's we could have just you, hired a lawyer. <laughs> Like I don't want an appeal. <laughs> I just want to start breaking faces with rocks. <laughs> or yeah, uh, like uh, burgers. Yeah, y- Yakuza definitely triggers that feeling of River City Ransom in me. And um, I haven't finished Yakuza three yet, but so far I am super enjoying the ride. And the game is getting a really, really small release. And I just would really like, like anyone that has any interest in that sort of thing to download the demo on PSN play it if that was at all fun for you like you can just go pick it up like let's give these guys business let's keep the Yakuza games coming to the US Um, like it's a minimal minimal translation effort you know for Sega they don't uh, they don't translate the really hard parts of the game like Yakuza 2 has, like, from what I've seen, more to do than Yakuza 3. Like, I went into the the Shogi parlor in Yakuza 3, and no one talked to me. I couldn't play Shogi. I don't know if that's something that unlocks later, or simply they just decided that it would be a lot of work to translate all the rules of Shogi and teach people how to play, so they just, like, fuck it, left it out. Oh, that sucks. But it's in Yakuza 2, but they don't teach you how to play. Like, you... Yeah, it sounds cool, like, oh, I could play Shogi, until you actually go try to do it and find out that it's really hard and a lot of effort to learn. Well, you have to be able to recognize the pieces. The pieces are all kanji, you know? Yeah. You can't read them. You don't know what they are. Yeah, exactly. Not like chess where they have unique shapes to help aid you, or like um, Mahjong is in Yakuza 2, like a complete Mahjong game. And like I was like, oh, this is neat. And then like you know, I played it once and then never touched it again. Because it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you can eventually learn mahjong. Shogi is is a bit more. I've never gotten. I've never figured out how to play it. And you know, on that note, like go out buy Axa three. And uh, I'm sorry we didn't really get to enough anime. We've had a whole lot of technical problems recording this episode. Um, Skype is being very weird. Sometimes Zeta and I can't hear each other at all. 
but uh, we've done our best to get this show out the door, so you know, you guys have something to listen to, and I promise more anime next time. I still watch tons of anime constantly, and uh, I'll be covering those. Uh, also, just want to give a quick shout out. I'm going to be at SakuraCon uh, in uh-huh. the Seattle area, so I, I've decided to, you know, like kind of see how a really like modern and high budget anime con does things. Um, you know, it's full of Japanese guests like High and Mighty Color and the the voice of Luffy from One Piece. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go give it a shot. I'm just gonna go for a day. If you want to see me there. Uh, feel free to hit me up on Facebook, um, Croy Kaze. There's a Game Face Radio group. You can find me through there. Zeta is also on there. Uh, we are at Twitter. Uh, mine is Twitter.com/slash Croy Kaze. There's a Game Face Radio Twitter. There's a sign of Zeta Twitter. Um, you know, you can find me on Xbox Live. It's Croy Kaze X. PSN is Croy Kaze. Like, there's so many ways to get a hold of us that you have no excuse. You have no excuse. By the time uh, you're back from that <laughs> convention, I will have seen uh, Gundam Unicorn. If it's good, I'll tell you about it. If it's bad, I probably will have hung myself. So uh, <laughs> there you go. That's the, that'll be the review and encapsulated <laughs> in a suicide <laughs> note. You just make sure that you get someone to take a picture of it and send it to the creator. <laughs> this is how good. Thanks this is how Gundam good your Unicorn. show is, shithead. <laughs> All right, on that happy note, uh, I'd say that we are out. Later.